Welcome to the show today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we are on the road here again in, in California. It's, it's so fun coming back to my once great golden state and home state that I grew up in. And uh, we're not in LA County though, thankfully, because I, I tend to like to avoid um, stepping in human poop. But um, we are in uh, San Diego County. And uh, I'm out here. We just wrapped up San Diego State University for our Adolf Who, um, the Bloodbath of Margaret Sanger tour. And then we're doing an event um, uh, as well for a wonderful pro-life ministry um, while we're in California. So, of course, we have to sit down with California culture warriors um, with the spirit of Jonathan, David, and Gideon and Elijah that mm. publicly mock the spirit of Baal and yeah. go around trying to intentionally poke, poke the bear in the eye uh, to elicit a response so that people watch these these. Um, these legions start manifesting um, their truly kooky, spiritual, and demonic ideologies that I think more and more so we're realizing really animate so much of the American culture um, war and culture of death today. Uh, and so we're actually going to talk about some of those things with our guests today, uh, Brittany Mayer and Carrie Bowler. Um, big deals, people. Big, big deals. Uh, both, <laughs> both. We're Miss California. Yeah, we have two Miss Californians. Uh, Should we wait? Miss California on the show today. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're going to do all their waving and all their, um, you know, uh, yeah. uh, what is it? The, uh, you know, world peace. You know, what uh, is yeah, it? world peace. How do you solve MAGA. That? That's Ultra right. MAGA. Yeah, MAGA. <laughs> so um, we have them on the show today because um, more than most moms and wives in America today, uh, these two women um, are willing to lay down their lives and their sacred honors, to quote our founders, <laughs> um, so that future generations can be free. Um, mm -hmm. They have launched a ministry and organization together called The Battle Cry in response to this culture of death. Because if you understand the nature of the fight that we're in right now, folks, you will recognize that we all need to be crying, battle, fight, rage, lay it all on the line because none of our current culture of death happened accidentally. But more importantly, <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet. If you think this yeah. culture of death in 2023 <clears throat> is disturbing you and concerning to you, buckle up. It can get way worse. It will get way worse until good people and the family in particular, those that these cultural Marxists and revolutionaries and kooky pornographic addicted pedophiles mm -hmm. have always hated. They've always hated the family. Mm -hmm. So when tyranny overplays its hand, um, everything becomes local in the fight for freedom, life, and liberty. Uh, because you, we all have influence over the local areas where we live. Mm -hmm. You can't do a lot right now to influence the federal government in a short period of time at the local level, but you can do a lot of impact at the local level where you live. Mm -hmm. So as the battle starts to become more local in our culture of death, the family becomes that much more important. And so therefore, the, the ramping up in the fight against the family is going to get all the more blatant and obvious, which means we got to go back to being mama bears and papa bears, mm -hmm. crying battle mm -hmm. and contending mm -hmm. with the spirit of the age and his acolytes who have always been obsessed with targeting the image of God, the imago Dei, and the family. Yeah. We're going to talk about all this and more. You're in for a treat. I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. Mm -hmm. 
Brittany, Carrie, thanks for joining <laughs> the uh, Unaborted podcast today. Thank thanks you. for the introduction. Yeah. yeah. Seth. That so was fun. A great intro. Thanks for having fun. us. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was fun. We just did an Instagram live together, right? Mm-hmm. And that was awesome. Yes. Because uh, because Brittany here, guys, is like a very viral Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got like hundreds of thousands of followers. And uh, and, and they're both, they were both Miss California. Isn't that great? Yeah. Now, could you be Miss California today, do you think? I'm going to go with again a no. In Hard no. I'm going to go with Hard a no, no on that one. Because why? You believe there's two genders? You bigots. You yeah. know what's crazy? Carrie was really the first of cancel culture. That's right. Yeah. So I know this story, but a lot of people don't. So mm-hmm. this is good. Why don't you start with each of your backgrounds? Because then people can understand how the battle cry just got launched yeah. when they understand where you guys come from. So, yeah. so Carrie, uh, y- 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 tell us the story behind <clears throat> yeah. you starting to experience the early seeds of cancel culture. Uh, yes. A few years ago. Yeah. This was 2009. I was Miss California. I was on stage at Miss USA. Couldn't have been more proud to represent my state and my family and just who I am as a person, as a Christian. And I was asked the question that I had 30 seconds to answer. Do you believe in gay marriage, basically, is what the question was. That's right. And I said, you know, I kind of started off like with the with the whole world peace answer. And then it was like the Holy Spirit in me was like, come on, girl. Like, you know exactly who you are. You know what you believe. You know who, you know, the truth. Say the truth. And so I said, no offense to anybody out there, but I believe marriage is between one man and one woman. And that's the way I was raised. And that's how I think it should be between one man and one woman. Wow. And I just remember looking out to the audience. I see Donald Trump in the front row. I see the cameras, the <laughs> yeah. lights, everybody here. Here I am. This is my moment to be Miss USA. And I just couldn't believe that it came down to that. But I have absolutely no regrets. And I know that God had chose me um, because he knew that I would stand for truth Mm. and that I wouldn't back down, even if it was a temporary, flimsy, uh, tarnished crown that is now Mm -hmm. tarnished. Yours is is tarnished, right? Mine's tarnished. I'm like, this thing is so... (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of where it started. And um, yeah, I was one of the first to be canceled and um, very proud of it. Mm. You ain't cool if you ain't canceled. That's That's right. right. That's a good word. She paved the way for all of us. I never, I never apologize. They asked me to apologize and I never apologized. Mm. I said, I'd rather be biblically correct than politically correct. So I ended up losing my crown. So be it. And here I am today. That is awesome. What a great story. What I like to say is, um, I'm with Joe Biden, uh, Hillary Clinton, and Barack Obama. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Marriage is a union of one man and one woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People go, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because these people just lick their fingers, stick it up, and see where the wind's blowing. Even my state. All of these people defended the the biblical. Right conjugal yeah. view of marriage majority of people the culture of death said the democrat yeah. party needs to become the trans gay party yeah. and then all of them shifted it's like yeah. yeah and not only was i representing my own beliefs but the majority of people in california shocker Absolutely. did not want yeah. gay marriage mm-hmm. so there you go well we all remember prop eight yeah right? that's pe- right around the, the people time. said no they said we want no. marriage to be yep. the same and then one uh judge mm-hmm. with ties to the homosexual movement yep goes uh I don't really like we the people having a voice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And just uh, overturns mm-hmm. it. Yep. Shocking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brittany, what about you? What's your story? And uh, how did uh, you become with Carrie the Battle <laughs> yeah. Cry Warriors? So, Carrie and I have been friends for, I always say, longer than I've known my husband. And my husband was my teenage sweetheart. Yeah. So, oh, 20 awesome. plus years. Um, and Carrie, I, I was hanging out with your husband the other day. We yeah, were smoking you guys stogies. Are smoking cigars. <laughs> I love it. it I know. Fun. You guys are brothers from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like me and Carrie. Yeah. Um, so, Carrie and I go way back. We obviously have a history. I was Miss California a few years before she was. Yeah. And um, I wasn't canceled because we weren't on the precipice of cancel culture yet. Yeah. Um, and then Crazy. I am now a homeschooler. 
homeschooling mom and really never wanted the lights, camera, action after Miss California. I moved to Africa. I did missions work out there and turned down a ton of huge contracts because I was like, I don't want the attention. I don't like the spotlight. And here I am. (laughs) So I feel like what I am doing is full on obedience to the call and to the battle of the landscape. You didn't want to just like have someone else raise your kids so you could just like go crush it and climb the corporate ladder. And and I had every opportunity to. No, I, because I experienced that world, I see the value of the nuclear family. Mm -hmm. And so my like rise to viral fame was through COVID, ironically, um, when the world was saying you had to do groupthink and you had to walk Mm -hmm. lockstep. I started questioning the narrative that was coming out and really where everything changed for me was I had this little homeschool account called Rooted Wings and um, it was very small and the data started coming in from Italy and on Mm -hmm. COVID. 2020. Yes. And I was like, something isn't adding up. Oh, Rooted Wings wasn't a like... No, we were a homeschool account. A massive thing in 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow. Super small. And so I started questioning it and saying something's not adding up. And I started putting out information and that went against the narrative that we were told, you know, to stay home, wear a mask when you sing in church, all that. And uh, mm. that people just started latching onto it. They were so hungry for truth yeah. and yeah. for something other than what we were being force fed. Yeah. And so, um, so that kind of pushes wow. us to just a few months ago when Battle Cry launched was actually because of the whole YMCA incident in yeah. San Diego that oh, went so, viral. So why don't you uh, tell people what happened? Yeah. So we had a little girl down in San Diego who um, was getting out of the shower. Yeah. And she 17, 17. And she saw a naked man in the locker room. And she went to the front desk and said, hey, there's a problem. And the front desk said, it's actually your problem. You're the problem. That's right. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I remember she that. hid in the shower. When was this? Uh, this just happened. Like yeah. a few months ago. A few months ago. And so right we showed before up. Before Christmas or 2023? Oh, this is oh, just, no, like, just a like a few ago. months ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like February, I think. So Carrie and I went down there and what was um, probably our turning point was we went down to the city council and um, to defend her and defend her honor and her right as a woman to have sacred spaces that are women's spaces. And we were met with such hostility. It was Carrie and myself in a room of um, just the demonic. Yeah, it was pretty dark. It was very dark, um, pretty intense. And that was our like our coming to where we said this is a much bigger deal than just an isolated incident yep. and we, we have to do something we have to do it. something so we formed um we founded the battle cry with our friend melissa so that was a that, that was birth it was yeah that's the launching point yeah. yes Whoa. yeah yes yeah, it was born out of the spirit as mothers where we mm-hmm. see what is at stake for our children's future mm-hmm. and saying this is no longer acceptable and it's not okay any longer to hide behind giants yes. and think that they can do our bidding and they can yeah. fight for us. Like it mm-hmm. is time to get everyone on the battlefield. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And this was a meeting? At the city council? It was the city council. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. So San Diego? And the man showed up to that meeting, Seth. And no. guess what he said? I... I have every right to be in that women's locker room. I am a woman. I'm a I am a grandmother. I like you're just like, are we living in hell? And let's be like, honest, it's a guy, it's a guy in a dress. So yes. that's what we're dealing with here. It's a guy yes. wearing a dress who says he has every right well, to the, access the compassionate thing to do. And extra in brownie points, yes. Seth, if you cut your penis off. Yeah. Yeah. Extra brownie points. <laughs> yeah, you get right. extra credit. Yeah, yeah. Extra privilege. We yeah, call yeah, it yeah. trans privilege. Yeah, yeah. Well, Will, well, I don't think Will Thomas has gone um, all all the way yet. Um, to, you know. No, well, he hadn't as of when Riley <laughs> said he was exposing himself with like yep. his full on. Yeah, I'm yep. like, okay, so when he does cut it off, it's like extra credit. Like, oh, then he's really legit. Like, yeah, then yeah, he's yeah. really it's crazy. It's even more terrifying. Yeah, I'm like, so um, 
Yeah, and so that's... what does the battle cry exist to do? What's uh, three women co-founding the organization? And what are you guys trying to accomplish? What's the mission and vision of the battle cry? I would say ultimately it is to redirect America's ship that we see that mm -hmm. it has run so off course and that the ideologies that really were planted in the 1940s, you know, we'll get into Alfred Kinsey and John Money and Margaret Sanger mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, it really started to redirect mm -hmm. America's guiding light, the North Star. Right. And so we're saying like we are yeah. the canary in the coal mine yep. and saying we see that we're going to we're going to sink this ship yep. if we don't recorrect. Yeah. And there is a battle raging. And if we don't fight it now, our children are going to be left with the carnage and mm -hmm. there won't be an America anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we are not only sounding the alarm bell, but we are our passion is to educate, mm -hmm. empower and activate people to um, get really comfortable being uncomfortable. And yeah. get loud. I always say that to get, get, loud get comfortable about it. being uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. because yeah. we've been so comfortable for yeah. so long. And we we as Christians in particular, seemingly in America, we, we look at the wickedness and we we whine and complain about it. We decry it sometimes even. Mm -hmm. Maybe we even do critique the culture of death and the spirit of the age to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But when the calling comes, the trumpet oh, is blown, yeah. the troops are called to the front line. Yeah, the mm -hmm. soldiers are... And then you run yeah. to that front line and yeah. I run to that front yeah. line and, and, and Jack Hibbs and only McCoy a couple run of to us. that front line and there's then we look around and we go, wait, what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah. where's everybody else? Where is the blood-bought bride yeah. of Christ? Yeah, yes. come on. What is Thank going you. on? That's it. Oh, but, no, but no, guys, you see, like I... <laughs> I preach a sanctity of life pro-life sermon once a, a year on. and this I give it. the pregnancy resource center yeah. director five minutes to share about her ministry yes. once a year. Yes. Oh, and you know what we did? We did a special Tuesday evening thing <laughs> that wasn't a normal service. And so like hardly anyone came, but we, we let, um, <laughs> we let Brittany and Carrie talk about the seeds of the comprehensive yeah. sexuality education movement. And, and 20 people came and it was really good for the culture of our church. And so like, and we even made a donation to live action. And so like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. But like, I wow. think what we have to say is that yeah. most of these nonprofit organizations that are doing really good work. So whether it's either to stop sex trafficking, mm -hmm. right? Like, yes. you know, I love Robbie and Landon Starbuck, right? Yes, or love or if it's to, um, if it's to ensure parental rights in education, mm -hmm. if it's mm -hmm. to stop the murder of the preborn, yeah. if it's to, uh, ensure that laws are based on the fact that there are two genders like yes. like yes. all of the different ministries that often do a lot of the legwork yeah. mm -hmm. for this stuff yes those ministries exist in the gap left open by the church come yeah. on yes. that is we a have way too many 501c3s on we you. have yes. way too many 501c3s yes. and i'm saying this as the ceo of a new 501c3 yes. so like i understand the need for them but what i'm saying is good people get stirred on towards loving good works yeah to do the work that the church ought yeah. to have yeah. been doing yes. the entire time. Yeah. Yes. You're but exactly when the right. church functions as an exclusive <clears throat> club that yeah. you, the people come in and then they feel like they get the cotton candy and they feel you know, good and then they, they want go, fluffy Jesus. When, they don't when want the warrior church, Jesus. But when the church <laughs> operates as a club that stays within yeah. and not a kingdom that goes out and that's, shakes that's the right. gates of hell, yeah. yes. then your theology is completely, completely yeah. wrong. That's so good. Yeah. So, okay. So here's what we'll, we'll do. Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to Judges 6 really fast, and then we're going to say it's the same thing today. Okay. And then we're going to ask you, we, I'm not trans, okay, there's not multiple, <laughs> multiple people here, me, I will ask you um, what you started learning and what yeah. you're trying to educate the public on. 
because it's been the same battle the whole time. Yep. yep. So let's actually not trace it back to Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I'm sorry, you will do that in a second. But for, for me, as me speaking, let, I'm not going to trace back to Kinsey. I'm not going to trace it back to Sanger in the, in the 1903 <coughs> and 1910 revolutionary years, the, Hal, the Hal, Halcyon years in Greenwich Village, New York, mm-hmm. which would spawn out Roger Baldwin, for example, the, the founder of the ACLU. Um, I'm not going to go back to Thomas Malthus, the first overpopulationist uh, in the late 1700s and early 1800s. Uh, let's go back to Judges 6. Um, Gideon is hiding out in a cave um, mm-hmm. because uh, if, if you remember, the Midianites were oppressing the Israelites. So mm-hmm. everything that the Israelites would make, they like thresh their wheat, the Midianites mm-hmm. would come and take it, right? Mm-hmm. So I always say it was Bernie Sanders' democratic totally. socialism. Yeah, right? totally. You make, we take, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, and so because God had given them over to be ruled by those who hate them once yep. again. Uh, and so Gideon goes, you know, this sucks, you know, frick this. I'm going to go hide out in a cave. So mm-hmm. he's hiding out in a cave and he's threshing his own wheat. Mm-hmm. So he's a tax evader, naughty, naughty Gideon. <laughs> and then God comes to Gideon in Judges 6 and he says, mighty man of valor. And he reminds him yeah. of his identity. Now, what's Gideon thinking? Mm. Where have you been? Mm-hmm. Our grandpapas told us you were the God that brought us up out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. He, where's the milk and honey? Mm-hmm. They told You told us you were going to deliver us from the hand of the oppressor, that we yeah. were your special chosen people. Mm-hmm. We're being ruled over by people who hate us. Mm-hmm. Everything we make get taken. Uh, where have you been, Yahweh? Mm. Right, that, uh, that's what Gideon's thinking. Mm-hmm. So then Gideon cooks God a meal and, and God lights it on fire and Gideon freaks out and he like repents in dust and ashes. He's like, okay, you're God. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then it says, and that same night, it says in Judges 6, and that same night, so th- it's the same conversation mm-hmm. still. God tells Gideon, you walk out of this cave and you go tear down that altar to Baal. Mm-hmm. Yes. You go take that Asherah pole over there mm-hmm. And you chop that thing up too. Mm-hmm. Then we'll talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm on, I'm I'm on, I'm actually only barely paraphrasing. Like mm-hmm. he, he'd say, mm-hmm. go tear down. He says yeah. tear down the altar Baal. Chop up the Asherah pole. Um, well, Baal was the the god of baby sacrifice, mm-hmm. and um, Asherah was the goddess of sex. Mm-hmm. And they would worship Asherah through orgies and mm-hmm. unbridled sexual escapades, yeah. which results nine months later. In mm-hmm. an unwanted baby, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Pass it through the fire mm-hmm. yep. to Baal. Mm-hmm. So the two gods of that culture, mm-hmm. the goddess of sex mm-hmm. and child sacrifice, which is I, which is why I say the conclu- child sacrifice is the conclusion yeah. Yeah. of the sexual revolution, yeah. as it was in Judges six. So it is today. Mm-hmm. The 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 commingling, yep. the philosophical. Um, incestuous relationships they're all in bed together yeah. mm-hmm. the, the 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 meeting of the the sexual revolution if it feels good do it mm-hmm. right asherah mm-hmm. and then child sacrifice baal mm-hmm. those are the two gods yes. of our culture today yes this goes back a long goes back a long, long way long yep. way yes. none of this culture war is new yes. so but we like to call it progress we yeah. see people and it's rise actually archaic like kinsey yeah Yes. Like Sanger. <clears throat> yes. Like Havelock Ellis. Mm-hmm. Like Wardell Pomeroy. Like mm-hmm. Lester Kirkendall. John Money. Like mm-hmm. John Money. Mm-hmm. All of these Hefner? revolutionaries. Yeah, Hugh Hefner. And Hugh there's Hefner. the meeting once again yep. of the titillate the masses and break mm-hmm. down sexual mores and inhibitions yes. so people yep. can't govern themselves and they indulge every sexual appetite. And then the kill the babies. And it's it, it, it always goes back together once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys start realizing this. You launch the battle cry mm-hmm. in large response to kind of start answering these questions, like wh- how the hell did we get here? Where did some of this come from? We were and just, that's why our organization is going to work together. But yes, now yes. here's the question. Yes. 
start firing people up and red pilling our listeners as mama bears who who are doing this not to make money but because you're, you're, you you can't <laughs> we don't make it silent <laughs> we're losing anymore. money <laughs> you know well yeah they gave away all their miss california accolades right to stand we against might, the culture uh, we might pawn our crowns pretty soon yeah so there yeah. you go there you go so start connecting the dots start, just start telling us like the conversations yeah. you guys started having yeah. with moms so launching the battle cry and going we need to wake people up to this. What did you yeah, start learning? Yeah, I mean, it kind of started with the YMCA and then it led into this whole trans ideology cult yeah. movement that is just destroying America. Right. So we sat down and we said, we have to understand the history. Like in order to win this battle, we need to know what demons we're dealing with. So we investigated the history of it and our minds were blown yeah and Seth. we just we started asking the questions Ugh. that everybody else is asking like how, how did we, did get, we here? get here isn't that so good i yes. just love that you're just mom saying like we have to do something like we're and not so gonna we're, we're not just gonna, gonna do the, the low-hanging low fruit the low-hanging yeah. fruit is the drag, the drag shows. shows the, the low-hanging fruit is the dylan mulvaney idiots like yeah. him you know yeah we're gonna we're gonna go down into that freaking route and uproot it yeah and we're going to expose, expose it it's good because it hates to be Amen. exposed mm -hmm. and that's a biblical concept right yeah. the bible talks about yes. how bad seed yeah. yields a bitter harvest yep. mm -hmm. well and what so you what's just... the seed what did you guys start learning what's the oh. seed yeah well i don't know i mean <laughs> buckle up everybody <laughs> buckle yeah. up uh so as we're asking questions like how the heck did we yeah. get here how are drag shows that was one of our early yes. questions actually was like when did drag shows become mainstream to where kids like we didn't remember this pre-covid like yeah. when when did these well ironically it was 2016 in san francisco it was the first mm -hmm. um drag story hour and so that's mm -hmm. really when you start to see the introduction of um drag world to kids but prior to that it keeps going back you know we're like well there had to have been a starting point before that when did this ideology come into play you know that leads into now yes. you're going backwards with gay marriage and like what yep. what came before gay marriage and you yeah. keep going back That's and right. back we landed in 1940 mm -hmm. in right after world war ii ends mm -hmm. our men are have been you know fighting a bloody war the good men went the away good to men war. went away right. weak men stayed home that's right and dodged yeah, yeah. the yeah. war that's right that's right the draft dodgers mm -hmm. those that were in prison well while all of our good men were out fighting um you have this guy alfred kinsey and he um, shows up and he starts interviewing all the guys who are left behind, not our good men who are out there mm -hmm. fighting. Right, right. And he then stratifies the research and set, applies it to all men in general in America. And he presents in this book that I think it lands in like 1943. Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. Sexuality in the Human yes. Male. Yes. Yes. Um, he hypothesizes, which then turns into his which, theology. by the way, when you said he interviews all these men, let's be very clear. He, he went into prisons and yes. he interviewed pedophiles yes. who were there for raping minors. Yes. Um, and then he he published the, the, the research and data of those sexual experiences in his book yes. and, and basically said this is kind of the, the normal sexual behavior yes. of the normal American male. Even to the extent that one of the guys he interviews mm. is like a farm kid that ended up in jail who was um, obsessed with like screwing animals. And so yeah. he, he applies that and says that's totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. Most men Most want to screw do. their cows. There are no <laughs> sexual taboos. That was right. actually the premise right. he was operating exactly. on. Exactly. He, uh, another portion of his research came from a Nazi pedophile. And so... Dr. Fritz von Bolusak. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who... <laughs> 
sounds interesting last isn't that, name. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Interesting. Him last and name. Wiener are friends. <laughs> Who? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we have to talk about Wiener later. Yeah. All you sex interesting because so much. By the way, sorry, sorry. We're referring to a California politician who pushes all the trans abortion stuff. His last name. Lots of interesting. His last name's Wiener, so it's just you know Providence is when God winks. It's kind of funny, you know. But continue. So this guy, this Nazi pedophile, basically committed like the most horrific war crimes against children in Poland. He was overseeing Poland, and he would give children the option of do these sexual acts with me or you just face the gas chambers. And we still don't know what actually ended up happening to those kids. So most likely it was like incredible war crimes. Just um, all we know is that all we know is that Alfred Kinsey received that data and encouraged data. Kinsey wanted it and I gave it to him. Yes. Yeah, I so gave him the Kinsey, data. Kinsey like um just loved data. Oh, he was he loved a psychopath. The, the, he the loved pu- data published. that upheld his no, of course, theory of, of sexual yeah. fetishes. Data, yes. data specifically yeah. of sexual deviance. Like yes. he yes. loved the published um, recounting yes. of the things that had happened. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, this is this is not unique to some of these people. The, the, this obsession with yeah. like wanting to read accounts mm-hmm. of, of of sexually deviant acts. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they're just titillating themselves. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. getting off on exactly. it. Like, and many of these guys, like we have, okay, guys, don't listen to this show in the car with your kids yeah. right now, please. Yeah. A lot of these guys were actually impotent. And mm-hmm. so they were always trying to find new ways to get excited. Mm-hmm. The same thing is true of Havelock Ellis, who was England's Alfred Kinsey, mm-hmm. who became Margaret Sanger's kind of number one mentor and political mm-hmm. influence. Um, he he would he forced his wife into lesbianism, mm-hmm. and then um, forced her to recount the experiences yeah, of it to him. Exactly. And then when he started sleeping with Sanger, um, he wow. would write letters uh, um, recounting his um, his adventures in bed with the founder of Planned Parenthood to his wife and eventually drove his wife insane. Oh, so and sad. Havelock Ellis has been called the father of modern social psychology. Mm. And he was England's Alfred Kinsey. So my so point gross. is this, yeah. Kinsey's obsession with exactly. like recounting sexual data. Well, he got oh. off from it. It's actually a common, it's actually a common denominator yeah. of yeah. a lot of these people. Yeah. Well, and his whole, what he set out to prove was that human sexuality <laughs> is no different than, um, we're, we're animals. Cause mm-hmm. he was a wasp scientist. Well, he so was, he was like, that's we're right. just, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. You know? he, he so wasp changes like human sexuality in America. Because figure. Yes, exactly. because it's if all, we all evolved from yeah, animals, that's right. love then any type of sexual that's life right. that an animal partakes in yeah. is no different in kind yes. yep. and can't be judged as any more immoral mm-hmm. than the sexual act of an animal. Yes. Yep. So he launches this book and all of our broken men are coming home to America and... That's they right. they get home. They're exhausted. Sounds like They're you've been fatigued. reading Judith Reisman. I love uh, Judith Reisman. <laughs> love her. I love Judith. So, right here. My friend Audrey book. Werner uh, was mm. personally mentored by Judith Reisman. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, and I always tell Audrey, I'm like, I'm so jealous, you know, because yeah. Judith died about three years ago We've and I, I never got to meet her. We've spent many nights crying, wishing that we met Judith. So, so Audrey was personally mentored by her. And so, oh. and we have a, we have a podcast coming out soon. Yes. Um, it's going to be that, so that good. That is actually with Audrey and, oh, wow. and the woman who came before yep. her that I've been telling you about, yep. Claire Chambers, yeah. who were the moms like you guys of their yes. era that just were moms that started studying and going, we have that to, that was Judith we too. Have to wake she up. was Once a mom. Once you know yeah. Seth. I feel like you can't not do something. You That's have right. to do something. Yeah. yeah. And I That's want right. your listeners to really listen to that and say, once I hear this, you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same. And you have to respond. You have to, there's a call to action to everybody listening. Yep. You can't just hear this and, and not let it burst you into action. Yep. You have to do something about it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so what Wilber, go ahead. It's Rick. what Wilberforce said. About exactly. Slight. Wilberforce said, let it not be said of me. 
Exactly. That I was silent when they needed Bonhoeffer me. is a great example. Don't be a dead end. Yeah. Don't let it dead end with you. Mm-hmm. So Kinsey releases this So you two are book. studying all this stuff. So yes. Kinsey releases this He drops it like a bomb on America right after we end war. So did the war really ever end? Because it comes like a bomb when our men are broken coming home. And it basically says, hey, this is the new America. You just came home from war ravaged. Yep. Like, let me introduce you to the new landscape of America you have the beginning of the sexual revolution. The boundary lines have forever been changed and altered because some wasp scientist with deviant, like grotesque fetishes. Tell him about the table that he presented. I mean, it's table 34. Table 34 right here. I mean, you look at five month olds. I mean, he, he had these pedophiles giving him this information. I mean, this is still in the vault at the Kinsey Institute at Indiana University. Mm. That's right. We are going to be demanding that that Indiana University, the Kinsey Institute, gets torn down. Mm. Yeah. That is built on abuse, fraud, and pedophile, pedophile like yeah. disgusting. I mean, you hear this stuff. Oh, some of the most olds, wicked things you could think discuss, of. But, but demonic, go ahead and explain I mean, Table we, 34 it, for people. I want to like I talked about it probably a year ago on the podcast. Listening, like, go for it. This is stuff that is so demonic and so evil, but we have to, we have to expose this. And I think people need to know that this is what launches yes. the new America. Yeah. This table that Carrie's yeah. going to tell you, this is what puts is everything in your kids into motion. Sex ed into your kids' yes. schools. That yeah. links to where, what your children are learning So five-month-olds, they uh, they did a five-month-old, 11-month-old, two-year-old, 24, uh, I'm sorry, four-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, all the way up to 11-year-olds. And they timed the orgasms in Stopwatch. a 24-hour mm-hmm. yeah. period. Um, this is horrific. I mean, an 11-month-old had 10 orgasms in, get this, a one-hour period. Yeah, and they claimed that the children derived pleasure. This is from their so and, and let let's caveat that what they said was and pleasure. Just to be was, clear, Kinsey, we don't think that Kinsey was actually doing this no. himself. He probably did. He do had Rex, oh for sure. But, but yeah. we don't have yeah. a smoking we have Rex, gun. Rex King, but, who was her, his right yeah, yeah. hand guy. But but he was interviewing pedophiles yes. who were in prison for life for rape. Yes. And he was going into prisons yes. and saying, "So tell me about what you did to these children." And that's where that data comes from. Oh yes. yeah, and it says begins um, rhythmic pelvic thrust becomes tense as climax approaches is thrown into convulsive action often with violent arm and leg movements sometimes with weeping at the moment of climax yeah they they, like, they thought that the, the child screaming was proof that the children derived pleasure that's what kinsey took away from that after climax the child loses erection quickly and subsides into the calm and peace that typically follows adult orgasm yep. like once you see this you have to do something about it. Yeah, that's right. So then to follow up and, with And the that, reason why what they're saying so is important, guys, is because this is not just like an isolated, kooky individual. No. no. You need to understand what, what, what Carrie and Brittany just told you. And we don't have time to build out all the connections for you on a 45-minute on a podcast episode. But when you start looking at um, all of the sex set in America, yes. Yes. when you start looking at like... Um, you know, uh, sexual counseling for like married couples yeah. that yes. like talk about like sex therapy and all this stuff. When yeah. you look at Christian books yeah. on on like sex ed or on sexual counseling or therapy. When you look you at gender ideology. Gender ideology. Yeah. All of the citations. So like all yes. of the social the science, science. It all comes from this. That bolsters the yeah. claims of even yes. Christians writing books yeah. about sexuality. Yeah. 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 It's not just in the culture yeah. of death. No. It's in the church. When you go to the works citing, yeah. you start going to the citations. Yes. 
almost without exception, almost without exception, most of the mainstream sex ed narratives, comprehensive sexuality education, sexual therapy, sexual counseling, all of this stuff can be traced back to the fraudulent. Yes, Mm. abuse. uh, Abuse and research, the fraudulent social science of that goes back almost without exclusion. Yeah. Um, Exception to Kinsey, the Institute for Sex Research, William and Masters, and some of these other kooky people that he hired, that that Hugh Hefner uh, hired. It all goes back to some of these kooky, demonic, high priest of humanism. So so that's why everyone listening, that's why like when when Carrie starts crying and when we're reading this stuff, this is not just like an isolated, um, kooky, weird individual that, you know, you know, Carrie and Brittany, they're just trying to rile up the base. You know, they're right. just trying to like piss people off. No, no, no. We're, we're saying that like most of, uh, most of the science that's been used to bolster, bolster our what culture of death. today. It traces back it to traces the Institute for Sex Research at yeah. Indiana University, later renamed the Kinsey Institute when he yes, died. And so, the, and yes. And I think that Sorry. this is, it's really important to let your listeners know that the whole goal of Alfred Kinsey was to show that any boundaries on sex are socially constructed, that That's there right. is no moral right or wrong. And not only that, but children are, people are sexual from, from birth. birth. That is insanely important because that's what progressively yes. moves into our curriculum that's that right. our kids sit under. The reason why your kids are sitting in comprehensive sex ed now is because Kinsey said they're sexual from birth. Right. So that's why a kindergartner needs and so to learn. And so if yep. they are they have sexual rights to sexual is, pleasure. Because yes, it goes beyond. Exactly. That is the next Which step. is why the yeah. UN just came out. Absolutely. And said, even if it's not technically legal, uh-huh. okay, maybe it's not reflected in the laws, uh, consent can still happen mm-hmm. between yeah. minors mm-hmm. uh, and adults when That's it comes to goal. sexual acts. And did you guys know that the UN endorsed the Kinsey Institute in 2014? I'm absolutely not shocked Shocker, by that. Right. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So let me read you this. This is from the Kinsey um, report. It said, all orgasms are outlets and equal between husband and wife. Okay, there's your first one. So this is going to latch on. People are like, yeah, I agree with that. Boy and dog, man and boy, girl or baby. For there is no abnormality and no normality. Children are sexual and potentially orgasmic from birth, womb to tomb. They are unharmed by, listen... They are unharmed by incest, adult child sex, and they often benefit thereby. You guys, our our entire sexual horizon that we are living under now with a gender ideology cult started there. That's where it all started. That's where it all went wrong. Which is why I'm so excited to uh, publish an episode that's coming out soon that that you guys are going to help promote Mm -hmm. because I got to sit down recently with a woman who researched for seven years between 1970 and published this book in 77. And she knew all of that then mm-hmm, in 71, yeah. 72, right before Roe v. Wade was decided. Mm-hmm. She knew all of that then. Um, but most most Americans don't. Mm-hmm. They don't know they don't. the depths to which this stuff goes. Did you know Kinsey once said something along the lines of, um, um, the only difference um, between um, between sexual pleasure and rape is whether, is whether the girl's father is home. What? No. Yeah, Kinsey. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So sad. It's so awful. Yeah. But once you realize that that, the, that was the thought pattern that changed the landscape mm-hmm. of America post-World War II, stuff starts to come into focus. Mm-hmm. So you have Alfred Kinsey throwing out all of the guardrails on sexuality. Well, what comes next? Now you have John Money enter the scene. Mm-hmm. John Money, he comes in and he starts to suggest this thing called gender role and gender identity. Have mm-hmm. we heard that before? Well, no one had heard it before John Money enters the scene right after Kinsey. And he's inspired by Kinsey's work. 
He's inspired by throwing off the guardrail. Oh, he loves Kinsey. He loves oh, yeah. Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Yes. And That's right. he <clears throat> says, well, gender roles are a social construct. And not only that, but let's take it a step further and say that gender identity is different than sex at birth. And mm. now let's start applying that to experiments. And what if we took Talk about this, yep. children yep. and castrated them, especially little baby boys, mm-hmm. and castrated them and then raised these little boys as girls? Well, according to John Money's, I'm going to call it theology, it That's would right. be, yeah. it, he would reason that a little boy could become a girl because a ge- gender identity is different than sex at birth. That's so right. you have this horrific experiment called the Raymer twins. Good. Mm-hmm. And talk Carrie, why don't you talk a little bit about the Raymer twins and what happened there? Yeah, so there's these two boys. Um, one of them, they both went in to get circumcised, and the one went in first. It was botched. That's the right. guy, the doctor, totally um, burnt. burnt his entire penis, unfortunately. And so what happens next is the mom said, oh, no, 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 we can't have the other twin do that, right? So they decide to take the boys to John Money. And John Money says, oh, I have the solution. Let's raise David as Brenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bre- David won't know that he's his gender fluid. Exactly. It's so a body. Let's I am just, not my body. Let's just make it all go away, okay? Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's just have him be raised as Brenda. So this and never goes on. tell him that he was never born a boy. Never. So his whole life, he knows that he's not a girl. So he goes on, lives his life and is tormented mm. every single day by the fact that he doesn't feel like a girl, wow. he doesn't act like a girl, he's a boy. And so his parents, after he runs up to the stairs Well, of, let's go, I wanna touch on yeah, what ahead. was going on. So during this time where he's he's being transitioned, guys, into a, a girl, into a girl. Yeah. Um, and this is early, I mean, early America, we're talking like the 60s, 70s yeah. here. That's right. So as he's being transitioned into a girl and he's being forced to believe that he was never anything mm-hmm. but a girl, wow. he's undergoing these meetings with, with John Dr. Money. John yeah. Money, with oh. his twin brother, who's still being raised as a boy. <sighs> That's right. Now listen to this. During the twin psychiatric visits with Money and as part of his research, Raymer and his twin brother were were directed to inspect one another's genitals and engage in behavior resembling sexual intercourse. Raymer claimed that much of Money's treatment involved the forced reenactment of sexual positions and motions with his brother. So can you in some exercise, that? the in some exercises, the brothers rehearsed missionary positions with thrusting motions, which Money justified as the rehearsal of healthy childhood sexual exploration. In his Rolling Stone interview, Raymer recalled that at least once Money photographed these exercises. Disgusting. Of course he now, yeah. <laughs> during so you have not only the trauma of absolute confusion being forced upon mm-hmm. a baby boy um, under the guise of progress and really just a theory that yeah. it has been debunked that gender and sex are different, but you also have the trauma of um, pedophilic sexual abuse under yeah. the care yeah. of a um, an doctor, elite, yeah. right? So you have all of this going on. Well, money is touring, saying this is a success. Yeah. We raised this little boy, That's and right. he's. He's he a said girl. this was proof. He's yeah. functioning. And we, he loves we have being proven, a girl. We have proven yeah. to the world that the sex you are assigned at birth and the gender and gender are two different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happened to David, though? Okay. So, so what sad. happens to David? So he finally goes up to the top of the building and decides he wants to end his life. And he says, He's 14 I, can't, years old. I can't live this way. Like, I don't yeah. know what's wrong, but I am not a girl. And so his, his mom finally breaks down and she tells him, 
She yep. says, you're a boy. And unfortunately, he ends up killing himself. Yep. Um, and his brother shortly thereafter. Yep. Um, so that the whole gender ideology um, that your kids are experiencing that's right now, that's, that's exactly where it started. where it started. It was failed and it was based on abuse and lies yeah. and fraud. So let's just repeat that. It really was never quick. a the success. The first transgender experiment mm -hmm. that was used as a proxy yes. to prove the gender, um, the the gender ideology and fluidity yeah. of gender mm. resulted in its Death. first victim mm -hmm. killing themselves mm -hmm. because, contrary to the lies of the Gnostics. We are both body and soul. Mm -hmm. The two things yes. are inseparable. You can't yes. just rip a person from the bondage of their biology mm -hmm. and then say, my body is not who I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and when you try to do that, heartbreak and chaos ensues. But what do they say about conservatives and pro-lifers every time um, that that godly politicians or, or Christians are speaking out against the, the gender ideology cult? What do they say? They say, if you don't let these people transition, including children, yeah. they will. Yeah. Yep. They will kill themselves. Isn't that such yeah. a weird freaking inversion? Isn't yes. that so weird? Yeah. Because in reality, the first attempted transgender gender ideology experiment resulted in someone killing themselves. Yeah. And now they think we're so stupid yeah. that they can flip it. And actually say, no, 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 no. If you don't yeah. do what we did to David, if we, if you don't chop off their penis and pump yeah. them full of cross-sex hormones, they will kill themselves. Yeah. The inversion of reality. It's just like 1984. Yeah. 1984 yeah. all over again. Exactly. When, when, when Winston says, in the end, the party would declare that two and two made five. Yeah. And you would have to believe it. And it was inevitable that yeah. they should make this claim sooner or later because the logic of their position demanded it. Mm. Not merely the validity of experience, mm -hmm. but the very existence of an external reality was tacitly denied by their philosophy. Yeah. The heresy of heresies was common sense. Mm -hmm. And that's why if you're still doing the pronoun patty cake, yeah. like you are basically, pronoun patty yeah, cake. like you, you, I'm going to call the episode that. Yeah. If you're, if you're doing that, you've already lost. So once you say, that's right. You've already granted she, the premise. You've already granted the premise. So why can't she, Sally, go into the women's locker room? That's why well can't she, you know, yeah. compete in our women's sports? Yeah. Why can't she do that? That's Stop right. doing that. That's right. Stop playing patty cake. Because that's how they've won it through language. Exactly. It's a war on Exactly. Words. Yeah. Exactly. So stop doing that. Yeah. So I want to talk about the leap to culture because I think it would have been different if it had just stayed in the scientific and the mm -hmm. medical realm. If it had just stayed yes. with Kinsey being an ideologue and it had stayed with money doing failed experiments, then it kind of just kind of ends there. It's right. like this ideology that doesn't pervade culture. Yes. So right. how does it jump to culture? What, what was the shift that made culture so hungry to embrace what was such a failure and so based on abuse and fraud? That's right. Well, enter Hugh Hefner. Hefner. Yeah, that's right. Hugh Hefner is that final component of, of the unholy trinity. Right. So um, his, his marked um, slogan was fornicate early, fornicate often, fornicate in every possible way. He is what brought academia medical experimentation into culture and drove it into your living room, yep. into right. your daddy's den yep. to normalize sexual fantasies, sexual mm -hmm. fetishes, and throwing out the guardrails yep. of what prior to the advent of all of this junk 
had been a landscape of America that was very family first. That's right. And and, and look at look at Hugh Hefner's uh, Playboy logo. That's Kinsey's bow tie. That's right. Oh. And not only that, but why is it a oh, bunny? Wow. It goes back. Why is it a you bunny? Know what what do bunnies do? Nope, I have not heard that before yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what wow. do bunnies do? You're teaching me now. They hump. That's uh -huh. right. Yeah. Oh wow. And what was oh, that's freaking and, gnarly. And what was yeah. Kinsey? Kinsey was a Girl, wasp on, wow. scientist. I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's he exactly was a wasp right. scientist. Kinsey was known yep. for, for for looking like the sort of he would wear yep. these tweed suits and this bow tie. He He'd look kind of like your, your your funny kind of little bit quirky yeah. professorial yes. kind of you know figure. Kind of nerdy. Yeah, like kind of sort of, nerdy. Always cute. had the bow tie. Yeah, charming. Oh my goodness, so because 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 Hugh Hefner would be referred to for decades as Kinsey's pamphleteer. Yes, yes, exactly. And in 1948... That, that's not what he called himself. That's what other people oh, referred yeah. to him as because it was so obvious. They were yeah. like, oh, you're just Kinsey's yes. pamphleteer from the social science to the culture. But he also exactly. called himself one of Kinsey's prophets. And in 1948, <laughs> he wrote a college paper on Kinsey's report on the American male. And he relished what he believed were the purgative effects that Kinsey's work had on society. So Hugh Hefner was not this detached... Um, player in yeah, the game. That's right. no. He was fully attached no, to changing the, the landscape mm -hmm. of America, which now yeah. brings in the conversation of pornography and that's its right. effects and why we're seeing pornography in our child's classrooms. Yep. It is all connected. Yeah. It was all set into motion by Alfred Kinsey. Yeah. It was tried by John Money and then it bridged into culture yeah. with Hugh Hefner. So and Planned Parenthood. Let me, yes, yes. And, and, uh, you know, as we're winding down here, because we want to respect your guys' times, we don't have time to build out all the Planned Parenthood links. Mm -hmm. But I will do that in yeah. a talk in the future. Yes, and we're going to work on that together. But but let me do you another one. Mm. It's not just the link from the, the the fraudulent social science of Kinsey to culture. It's also the fraudulent research of the follow the science, uh, eugenesis, and pedophilic um, deviance, and the bridge to to law. Mm -hmm. to yes. the changing of laws. For sure. And so, the penal um, Yeah, so, so yeah. Uh, the, the American Law Institute is founded in 1923 mm -hmm. um, with the express intent yes. of overturning dozens of Bible-based laws mm -hmm. that were a reflection of, a, of, a, of, a, of an imbibed Judeo-Christian mm -hmm. worldview that were explicitly passed to protect children in the family and marriages, mm -hmm. right? Because everyone understands that the mar marriage is a fundamental building yes. block. The family yes. is, a, is the smallest political institution. Yeah. So as goes the family, so goes yes. the culture. And Barack Obama sounds like a based red-pilled conservative in his Father's Day message mm -hmm. at a church in 2008, yeah. where yeah. like everything, I don't know if you guys have read it. His yeah. 2008 totally Father's Day message, yeah. you read it, you're like, dude, you sound like a rock rib conservative. <laughs> I thought it was Am I AI. reading Glenn Beck? I thought it was or AI. Or am I reading Obama? AI, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like we all knew, we all knew this. We always, always said, said this. So the American Law Institute has passed to overturn these Bible based laws right. right that protected the family marriage and children and and so alfred kinsey's social science kind of becomes the uh it, it gives the veneer of scientific credibility exactly to the to the necessary mm -hmm. and and inevitable changing of laws that has to happen because yep. look at this new science is coming in yes and it's teaching us things we didn't know before and look what it's based we, on we didn't know the children were yeah exactly girl we didn't know on. the children were sexual from birth it's yeah. new science oh they enjoyed and it and look at these and, twins and so they tried it on the twins and, 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 and oh my gosh was a, wow and they, so that means that means yeah, that means inevitably say. we have to yes. change the laws yes. now listen to this um Alan Guttmacher, the president of Planned Parenthood, okay, and, and the namesake of the Guttmacher Institute, the Guttmacher Institute, he had a twin brother named Manfred Guttmacher, mm -hmm. who was a who was a psychiatrist and one of the primary 
consultants to the American Law Institute in their drafting of the Model Penal Code. Mm. So another one of mm-hmm. those connections, the Model Penal Code, was the, the new um, common law. Mm-hmm. It was to replace the common law that was built on the biblical Christian mm-hmm. worldview to the new law with the new science. Mm-hmm. And the twin brother of the president of Planned Parenthood is the consultant psychiatrist bolstering and bringing the social science to the American Law Institute to give the the veneer of academic and professorial credibility right. to why we must inevitably change the laws. And so then here's the last one. You've really. conquered everything, John including Money. law. John yeah. Money is one of the is identified as one of the CICUS officials. Um, there you go. The Sexuality Information Education yep. Council of the United States, the first group that of which other organizations would later spawn and be launched, that is, are the very groups behind all of the writing yes. and promotion and selling of the curriculum yes. that is lewd and titillating yes. pornographic content in our schools today. So the answer to why they were all on the same team. why yeah. do we why is my kid seeing all of this absolute garbage in curriculum in America now? Well, that's your answer. Yeah. It traces back. I want to go back before we wrap up real quick, Seth. Um, I've got a few more minutes, but I want to wrap um, up what you started with. And it's a call to the churches because you started in Judges. And when God shows up to Gideon, he doesn't say, hey, just like preach to the mat, like the crowd, your crowd, and just Mm -hmm. tell them like, you know, to just behave themselves and be nice and don't offend anyone. He literally is like, you go tear that ideology cult down yes. to yeah. the of ground. the other people group. yes because the midianites were doing it too yes, yes. He so says, he says you you, you go, go exercise out. a theocracy but what does he say he doesn't say build a little inclusive yeah, club preach to the choir he says you go out there and you tear that down and that's what we're doing right. with battle cry and what it's what you're so doing good. with white yeah. rose resistance and what i hope more churches across america wake up to is the severity of this yep. that they were so intentional intentional from 1940 on to yeah. change america as we know it that we have got to up our game and be yeah. just as intentional to turn around and tear it down because it says in the Bible that the gates of hell will not prevail against mm-hmm. the hell is trapped by a gate and we are to go and we are to mm-hmm. shake it to the ground yeah. but we aren't to be the ones that are gated in a church no. right. or to go out and we are to bring the kingdom of life against the culture of death and that's what we're so passionate about doing and what we're inviting more churches to stand up and get loud and get right. on against the that perverted yeah. cult. Right. get on the battlefield and, and you know what happens the next morning when the midianites and the israelites wake up and their altars are their altars are all chopped up you know what happens <laughs> they they wake up and they go Hey, Joash, that's Gideon's dad. Hey, Joash, yeah. get over here. Yeah. Go read it, guys. If you're yes. listening to this, by the way, go read Judges 6. And and he goes, your son Gideon did this. He yeah. chopped up our idols. Yes. yes. Bring him out. Yeah. So that we can kill him. Yes. Yeah. So when I say that those who murder the unborn mm-hmm. cannot be trusted to govern the born, yep. and those who murder the unborn will one day murder you too, mm-hmm. that is not a hyperbolic, embellishing Republican talking point. Here's yes. Seth spouting off again. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that was happening in Judges 6 yeah. when he chopped down their idols. Mm-hmm. They called for the heads of the righteous mm-hmm. who were tearing down the, mm-hmm. these cults and these yep. child sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, when, when the Sexuality Information Education Council of the United States was founded, guys, um, their Articles of Incorporation are dated April 20th, 1964. And in Article 3, Paragraph G, here is from the Articles of Incorporation of SECUS. To conduct and carry on the work of the council, not for profit, but exclusively for religious, 
charitable, scientific, literary, or educational purposes. Religious. Quote. In the mm. Articles of Incorporation of Secus, founded by Mary Calderon, the medical director for Planned Parenthood, was seed money from Hugh Hefner. Yes. Um, yep. With a board member named Wardell Pomeroy at yes. one point, who would later be the executive director of the Kinsey Institute, yes. who yep. was described as part of the pro-incest lobby. So, so oh, Wardell connected. Pomeroy was, was defending yeah. incest because so did Kinsey defend yeah, incest. Yep. And yet in their Articles of Incorporation, Secus, one of the most damaging organizations in the American yes. culture and yet a, a name that most people don't even know today yes. mm -hmm. say in their articles of incorporation we exist for religious purposes yes. so you have to ask this question yeah which religion which exactly. religion the religion of humanism yeah yes and as soon as we start kicking God out of our schools yep. we take out catechism we take off the Ten prayer. Commandments prayer is banned that that vacancy will be filled By and you just religion. proved it who's yeah. gonna come in and start preaching to our kids nature abhors a vacuum Yes. And so where is the church? Yep. The church needs to rise up. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. Or we are sowing the seeds of our yes. own destruction. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and we will be held accountable. We will. Um, by our grandchildren if if, there's, if this yeah. world's still around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, or by our Lord one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Lot's in heaven. Uh, he, I guess he was a righteous man, but... Um, when he was called to protect children, he, he gave his daughters over that's right. to mm. the sexualized that's right. mob so that he could remain relevant. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's so, say that again. <laughs> no, because I just got chills thinking yeah. of that. That is so, I've never thought of that connection. Seth, say that again. Yeah, so, so I, good. So, so then Brittany, you didn't listen to my white rose resistance sermon at Jack Hibbs. You just proved it and now you're in trouble and we have to talk about it. I'm, I'm sure I'm, other people I'm didn't either. Kidding, no. but, um, I, yeah, I called that message the, the spirit of Lot or the spirit of Gideon. Yes. And so, yeah, Lot's a righteous man. The Bible calls him a righteous man. Mm -hmm. So I guess he's, I guess he's, mm -hmm. I guess he's in heaven, but, but um, he's at the city gates. Yep. Remember when the angels come to torch San Francisco? Mm -hmm. I saw Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. and, um, and he takes them to his home. And mm -hmm. then it says men from all parts of the city came to Lot's house. Mm -hmm. So every, every part of the culture yeah. of death was descending onto the one righteous man, yes. Yes. the one remnant maybe that was left. And um, does that feel like every part of the culture mm, of death is yeah. descending onto the righteous remnant? And uh, and they say, hey, bring those men out that we might have sex with them. Mm -hmm. Right, That's what it says in Genesis. Mm -hmm. And so then Lot walks up out into his front porch and he says, um, uh, hey, brothers and sisters, do not do this wicked thing. So he tries to relate to the sexualized mm -hmm. mob. Like, hey, I'm a brother and sister like yeah, you. He calls them brothers was, and sisters. It's like, brother, Lot, sister, they're, patty cake, Lot, they're trying to, like, they're trying to bang angels. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're no, trying to bang angels. Yeah. Like, they're not your brothers and no. sisters. Like, yes. no. stop trying to get crumbs from yeah. the worldly yeah. leaders. Yeah. So yeah. Stop waving your trans flag. Stop waving your trans flag. You're pledging allegiance to Kinsey when you do that. So he calls them brothers and sisters. But then Lot, he was willing to speak the truth. And he said, do not do this wicked thing. So he calls their actions wicked. Boy, do we have a lot of Christian influencers, podcasters, authors and pastors today who will call the culture of death and their actions wicked but then when the trumpet was blown wow. and you were called to the front lines mm. yeah. and this was Lot's moment mm. to protect his family mm. he calls their actions wicked and then he proves that by saying here are my daughters have sex with them instead he says Mm. we have been like Lot in the American church. We have given over the posterity and future generations yes. and we've offered them up on a silver platter to the sexualized yeah. demonic mob yeah. that yes. hates the a family, cult. hates children, yeah. is a cult, is yeah. an alternative religion. Yes. And we call their actions wicked, but then we give them our posterity mm. so that we can remain relevant, keep our blue verified Instagram and Twitter mm -hmm. check mark and, yeah. and, and make Christianity look respectable yes. so that they speak well of us and yes. so that we can be invited like Russell Moore and Tim Keller and Ned Stetzer yeah. to appear on that's NPR 
Washington Post and the New York yeah, Times. That's right. So we can get crumbs from the table of secular yeah, humanism right. while they throw us a little crumbs and say, you be a good boy now. That's yeah. right. You keep your gospel in the churches, but don't you dare threaten our Just ideology and cult. That's right. Yeah. That's the spirit of Lot. But apparently Lot's in heaven, right? Because he was a righteous man. Yeah. So I guess he made it in as if by fire. Mm. But what will be your story at the marriage supper of That's the Lamb? That's right. Wow. So so good. The battle cry. Yes, I love it. So where can people just getting started. where can people connect with you and follow what you're doing? Yeah, so we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Um, we're on Instagram until they kick us off. Yeah, on Instagram. So. But we're being helpful, just like you, I'm sure. <laughs> we're like, uh, are we still on today? <laughs> um, so at the battle cry underscore us. You can follow mm-hmm. us there. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. And awesome. you can also go to www.thebattlecry.org. Yep. We have a ton of info on there. We have resources. We'll be working more with you and yeah. um, really just working to advocate for the kingdom of truth and life against this disgusting, perverted culture of death that has no business in America. Yeah. And right. we're going to see it. We're going to see it through to total victory. We're going to win. Right. And so they call you Christian nationalists and the greatest and most extreme threat to freedom and democracy. Say, that's that's, that's better than the crown that we and wore a few years yeah. ago. Amen. If you're yes. not taking shots, you're not over the target. Probably. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, girls. Thanks for coming thank on. You, thank Seth. you, Seth. Thanks, thanks Anytime. For, thanks for being like Gideon and Jonathan's and not lots. Yeah. So. Uh, guys thanks for tuning in the show today head on over to iTunes Spotify YouTube give the show a rating and review subscribe follow us on Rumble please because one day it's going to strike all off of YouTube so go follow us on Rumble uh, if you want to join the white, the white Rose Resistance go to the whiterose.life and become an ally of the resistance follow the battle cry on social media uh, share their content oh shoot we didn't talk about Wiener Boy <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we're going to do an Instagram live with them then. That's yes, what we'll do. do um, a, uh, maybe a few days after that you hear this episode. They, they These two Miss Californians, they went and found, <laughs> they went and found Wiener Boy at a, at a, at a, at a, at a, a golf, uh, a country club um, in San Diego County. They found Wiener Boy. That's right. The, the California, he's the California Democrat yeah. politician who's behind all the like transing the kids legislature. Oh, yeah. What's his first name? Oh, Scott. Scott. So I say thank you. Scott, Scott. Wiener. And he's behind the, um, all the, the pro abortion policies he's yeah. always like co-sponsoring every like the most wicked new yes. bill that oh, you could imagine he, every everyone like, every he's new one wicked of the cult bill leaders in california yeah, it's like oh there's scott wiener's name you know again. what's funny it now when one of those legislations <laughs> hits i am like oh it's a scott bill like you just know and now sure, and you go sure enough sure there enough. he it's is it's a wiener bill it's yeah, a wiener yeah, bill yeah yeah, yeah. The wiener bill. yeah. so yeah you guys got to check that video alexander pope once said um all nature is but art unknown to thee all chance direction which thou canst not see um, meaning all chance, yeah, actually direction, yeah, which thou yes. canst not see. Yeah. Meaning, like, yes. I think God allows some of these people to be named that mm-hmm. yeah. as almost like a providential wink to yeah, say, "Divine yeah. providence, wake yeah. up yes. now." Do you Hello? see this? Which yeah. is why the Polish Nazi rapist yeah. that we talked about earlier, yeah. his last name is Bolusak. Yeah. It sounds like Bolusak. Yeah. Like, why do the most wicked people behind this have to have names that resemble genitalia? Yeah. Like, what if that's not a coincidence? Yeah, what about God John is, Money? God's, based on all money. Yeah, yeah. That's, God's that's doing a providential doing. wink yes. to just say, yes. "Dude, come on." Could I be I more know. clear? Could I name these people something more wicked for you to wake up? Mm-hmm. Anyway, wait, we're gonna have that on Instagram live because oh, they yeah. followed Wiener Boy <laughs> around a, a country club in Brittany San Diego was savage for seven was, minutes, for ten minutes, following him. I was gangster Barbie. She was savage. It was fun. We do need to talk about that. Yeah, we gotta talk about because that's the spirit of Gideon. That's right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in the show today. Until next week, I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted.